Welcome back to Working It Out. I am your host, Gabriel Say, and today, seeing as it's Mental Health Awareness Week, I thought it's best to kind of delve into a little bit deeper into mental health and kind of the the stigma that's attached with it, how we can deal with it, how we can overcome it, and just generally work it out together. Now in society, then and now, talking about mental health has always been an issue. There's always a stigma attached to it where, you know, like you you mentioned anything about anxiety or um, you even spout the word depression and all of a sudden you're put into this box where, you know, you, you're now different. You now shouldn't be, you shouldn't be talking about it. And me coming from an African household, it's even harder to talk about it to your family because it's, it seems to be frowned upon even even more, I would say. So if we start by having a look at what kind of like comes under the tab that is mental health, and I'm going to read this from my laptop because at the end of the day, I'm not Rain Man. Um, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolar mood disorder, personality disorder, uh, trauma, and eating disorders. They're all kind of like the more severe types. So... When we're looking at, I'm just going to read a few symptoms or how you can kind of like spot it. So if you're feeling sad or down, um, extreme mood changes um, of highs and lows, withdrawal from friends or activities, um, alcohol or drug abuse, major changes in eating habits, sex drive changes, excessive anger, the list goes on and on. But me just reading this list, I know that well, you're going to hear my story in a second, but I know that I have a few friends who have been through a couple of things like this. You know, they, they've they've gone through these stages, but to, to actually narrow it down and say, could it be some kind of mental health issue? That then is it's just not spoken of. It's like, oh no, no, don't put that on me. And it's like, but it might actually be the honest truth and you need to be kind of like true to yourself. But talking about my experience with with panic attacks so i've spoken about this on my youtube channel and i'm just gonna kind of like give you the the short and sweet you know condensed version (sighs) where do i start so having a kid is stressful and you know trying to keep up a marriage stressful and then Trying to be the head of the house, you know, being the person that brings the money in, looks after the family, that adds another stress. Then having loads of things on the go just compounds everything. And that's what started happening is I was, I wouldn't say taking on too much, but I wasn't organising myself properly to the point where it just, I would get overwhelmed. And that feeling of, um, being overwhelmed would then would then compound even more and then build up into something bigger and at the time it was it was really weird it was like the first time I had like really experienced it at that level first couple of times I just felt a little bit uneasy I was feeling agitated I just couldn't I couldn't focus on just one thing it was like I was trying to focus on one thing and then ended up focusing on like trying to focus on like 10 things and then all that happened is I just felt weird and I just had to kind of like lie down to just calm down and that happened a few times and then 
the time that it actually happened was same thing again just loads of stuff going on and then my heart started like beating really fast and then I started breathing really heavy and then it 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 almost it feels like and even now like I'm saying it but then in the back of my head I'm like oh but I'm saying this but am I being a drama queen kind of thing so it's like am I am I over exaggerating things and I'm like no but this is actually what happened and you shouldn't be ashamed to talk about something that's actually happened so then it yeah it felt like a a heart attack almost like I was just like why is my heart beating like trying to beat out of my chest kind of thing and then I just kind of like sat down in the corner of the kitchen and just tried to focus on on breathing like just breathing normally because I was like breathing stupidly fast as well and the feeling of that you can't cope with something is something that can really take over you and make you feel powerless. I mean, things that like mental health issues and stuff like that, depression leads can lead to, you know, people taking their own life, which is an extreme, but is a possibility that, and it's, it's fact, you know, it's, it happens. And what <laughs> I started seeing it, like once it once you start kind of like delving into this side of things, you start to pick up on behavioral patterns. So, you know, we all know about YouTube trolls, internet trolls, people that just kind of like say stuff to make you feel bad. And there was, there's been a couple comments, a few like racist ones and stuff like that. But this one, this one took the cake. So I posted a video and it was something, it was quite helpful content once again. And, you know, there was like just a few lines of just like loads of racist stuff. It didn't even make sense. It was just like a collection of of words that was just offensive. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's pretty pointless. And I, I replied to it. I was like, that's pretty pointless. Is that all you have to do with your day? And then they replied saying... Oh my God, I'm a big fan. I can't believe you. I just wanted a response. And most people, like when I say that to people, most people laugh and they're like, oh, that's, that's, that's funny. Oh, what a, what a weirdo. Like, why did you do that? And I'm like, no, but let's just rewind a second and take a little look deeper into what just happened. Someone just left a comment on a YouTuber that they like with offensive text to get a response, where the hell is that head that person's head at? That they need to they need to abuse someone, they need to do like literally anything to get a response from someone that they've never met before. There's something else going on at home, there's something else going on in their head, there's something else that is happening that needs to be addressed. They need to talk to someone. It might even be that the, the, they they feel alone. So that's when I started having more empathy for for everyone that comments on my on my stuff, especially when it's like you know to that level. It's like you know what what, what are they going through? It might just be that they I don't know they're just racist. They just don't really care. But then you know that response that he gave made me think a lot deeper into it. So I can only talk from my experience, you know, my experience of panic attacks and, and that kind of thing. But one thing that 
I will say, because the next one is always, it's always anxiety, depression, and then, um, you know, bipolar and schizophrenia is then like the, the top end. But the ones that you hear the most are depression and anxiety. But there is a different, the depression is, is serious. And I think sometimes that word can be thrown around a bit too willy-nilly. Depression is, is a serious thing. If you know someone that's depressed, that, that's, you will know they're depressed. So I think there needs to be a better differentiation of what is actually going on. But that doesn't mean don't talk to anyone. I think that this is, this is, the, this is the thing. It's like if you, if you feel down, because one of the symptoms of mental health issues is feeling sad or down. So if you're feeling sad or down, go and speak to someone. But don't, I, I think, telling the world that you're depressed. That's, that's, a, that's a big statement. And understanding the severity of that statement is what I think um, we all need to understand. And, well, there needs to be just more education around it. But with my kind of, like, anxiety and panic attacks, I mean, I, it still happens occasionally. Like, more, more anxiety than anything else. It's like, if there's too much on my plate, then everything just... It feels like the... The, everything's just caving in and you know you start going to really extreme scenarios where you're like oh but everything's just gonna collapse and nothing's gonna get done and then people are gonna and just stupid things people are, are gonna hate what you put out and it's really really like extreme things that you start thinking but one thing that a few things that I kind of implemented and learnt along, like over the past, you know, year or so. One I learnt from my uh, Muay Thai coach. So I did Muay Thai for a few weeks before my hamstring injury, which really annoyed me. But that's a different story for a different podcast. One thing that he said was clarity amongst the chaos, and that thing that has stuck with me for like since he said it. Is it, he said it like a couple of times, and after the first time he said it, it just like was ingrained in my head. Clarity amongst the chaos. There's always... The world is always going to be chaotic. Life is always going to be chaotic. But finding some sort of clarity within that is where you'll excel. And that's where meditation comes into, into play and stuff. And I've, I've, I've used that as well. That helps a lot. Just kind of coming away from everything and just taking time to breathe and, you know, just take everything in. And the other thing that someone taught me was one box at a time. I think I, I mentioned it in my most recent YouTube videos. Sometimes like you'll have so many things to do and you're trying to do a little bit of each one. But then if you picture them all as boxes. So let's, let's, let's use an actual physical analogy for this. You're moving house. You have the kitchen box. You have the living room box. You have the bathroom box. You have a box for every room and then you're running up and down running up and down the house you're going from upstairs to the bedroom you're putting something in the box then you're running downstairs to the kitchen you're putting something in the box then you're running back to the living room and you're just zooming up and down up and down up and down your physical energy will deplete so fast that you'll just you'll just be gassed out you'll be tired because you're just going up and down you're trying to th you're and then adding thinking of what goes into what box each time you go to each different one. 
you're you're just going to be out. So then just finish the living room box. Everything's done in that bit. You've saved all that energy of running up and down. Then go and do the bathroom box. Close it, put it to one side. Then you go to the kitchen box, close that and put it to one side. And once I started thinking along those lines, then everything just started to kind of level out because you're not, that's putting yourself into a state of panic. And that's all I was doing. I was, you know, you're, 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 you're overwhelming yourself. You're, you're making yourself even more overwhelmed from the fact that you need to do so much. But if you just kind of take the time to just do one at a time, then that really helps. And then the third one was removing myself from the situation. So sometimes I'll, I'll feel it happening. Like I'll get that same feeling as that, that time before. And I can, I can sense it. It's like this, the build-up. So the last time it happened, I was sat in the living room and I was trying to, I think I was, I had a video that was, that needed to be edited, but I took a break from that to then, you know, answer some emails and just catch up on some admin stuff. Elijah was running up and down, just being a kid, nothing against it. Just being a kid, running up and down, doing what he does, throwing toys at my face and and then the TV is on loud with his cartoons. He's got the tablet on with his cartoons. He's just taken over the whole place. Then I think Naish was cooking. So then you've got the noise from the kitchen and everything. It just felt like, again, the whole everything's just closing in. Everything's closing in, like feeling claustrophobic. You feel like you're, like you're being squashed. So I just removed myself from that situation. I went upstairs, went upstairs, laid on the bed, just did some deep breathing and I was cool. So I think it's recognizing, it helps when you can recognize what's happening, but I also think it is good to talk to someone about it. Like I talked to Naisha about it and, um, you know, I made the YouTube video about it, which took a huge weight off because it's that you, like I know, I knew it was going out to the public on a grand scale so that that kind of just made me feel good like I've I've one made people feel at ease with talking about it but I've also made myself feel at ease because I've talked about it in more depth and like how I feel now I feel I feel I feel quite good <laughs> that's it for this podcast i hope you have enjoyed it what i really want to do is have a guest on one of the the next shows coming up have a guest talking about it um, in more depth you know someone that might have experienced it so if you guys have any suggestions of someone i should reach out to um someone that you know has spoken on the topic before drop me a message on instagram slide in my dms and um yeah we'll see see what we can do But if you have enjoyed this, I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and also a star rating. (coughs) Five stars. Uh, I don't know who said that, but yeah, I'll take advice from him. Five stars sounds good. But as a quick parting message, if you do see someone who you feel is in need of a talk, speak to them. It can do wonders and you'll feel better for it. But until next time, I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I'm Gabriel Say. And let's continue working it out together. Speak to you next time.